I'm just going to give everyone one more minute to come in. Shibgar, can you hear me? Uh, it still says you're a listener. Let me try and send you a game. Okay, Marco, I'm, I've got your request. Let's add you. Yeah. Yeah, I think I got it now. You can hear me, right? Okay, Marco. Okay, everyone, welcome. Well, um, we're joined today by the team of Blockgems, who, you know, uh, kind of, you know, sometimes in the space, everyone wants exciting next to Zuki. But for those of us who are here for the long term and building day in and day out, 
we're more interested in those tools that are going to help us find those next keys and spot them early, as well as be able to check uh, when some communities are trying to shell us their bags with false information. So to help us get to the real bottom line data, we're joined by, today by Shipgar and Marco, who are putting together the community of blockchains and some really fantastic tools. Welcome to you both. Hi, everyone. Thanks, Dylan, for having me. Thanks for having me, man. For sure. So, so when I was chilling with Escobar, uh, who's always got great ideas, he said to me, you've got to, you've got to speak to these guys. And uh, when they started telling me what they did and we're going to go into that, I said to them, look, you know, I, I, I think we should all be exploring these freemium models because um, that's how you get integrated. That's how communities get to know about your product. And when they use your product, then they're going to want to use the premium models too. So let's talk about the kind of, let's talk philosophy first. What are the core things you two are trying to build? And then we can go into more detail in uh, what you've already built and what you expect to build. And then we can kind of discuss freemium versus premium. Okay, absolutely. Maybe is, is that okay, Shiv, if I take that one? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay, fantastic. Uh, so uh, talking about philosophy first, we started from a problem that we, uh, that we were facing. So um, the basic problem that we were trying to solve was this. So how is it possible that uh, we were trying our best to be on top of all the new projects that were coming up, all these many discords, uh, Discord servers open, and still we were missing on so many relevant projects that were coming into the space and some sometimes the stuff with the uh, mint and we would even know that it was important that it was a great project and we just didn't see that coming and so that was the sort of the basic problem we wanted to solve we wanted to be on top of things but we wanted to have a solution to filter for the noise basically so we want to have uh, a lot more signal and a lot more uh, a lot less noise uh, to understand what was relevant. And so we started to look into the topic of social signals in general. So understanding how community were growing by looking at quantitative data. And uh, as we started approach uh, at the beginning, then we said, okay, maybe we should build some tools around that. So this is probably the general answer. And then we started building and you, and you had a taste of, uh, of that kind of product. Fantastic, fantastic. So let's start with kind of your core tools that you've already started building. Um, you know, for everyone, kind of, you know, have a look already, but we've been chilling and using it with a lot of fun. Uh, the first tool that I'm aware of is kind of TT metrics, which is Twitter metrics, right? And uh, tell, us, tell us a bit about how that works. Yeah, sure. So uh, one of the things that we found important is that whenever a project is still in the pre-launch phase, you need to have a way to assess the, how the project is growing uh, without having a price signal because the, the product is not on the, on the market. that They haven't minted the token yet. So how can you assess if they're doing a good job in attracting the right people to their Twitter pages, if they're attracting, if, if they're developing enough engagement, so to speak. And so we said, okay, what about we track the engagement metrics of a particular Twitter page? And uh, this is what we started with. Uh, and we started tracking uh, the likes that the posts received 
over time and the um, in general engagement metrics so also retweets uh, and also replies so comments on the on those on those particular tweets and if you see those metrics in, in increasing the, the engagement metrics going up is typically uh, a good sign and at the same time it was important because we wanted to have a sort of control mechanism to see if too many people or if, if for instance they, they were buying fake uh, fake metrics fake uh, uh, engagement uh, like fake likes fake replies uh, and to to see that this kind of growth was organic how does your how does your system check if it's fake or real so there is no black or white check uh, by any means i don't want to say that we know if it's uh, if it's fake or real but if there are uh, huge like step like increase from one day to the next that from one day to the next everything is a com- on a completely different level uh, and it keeps on being at that level uh, and uh, it, it it's very very constant very very clear cut uh, and also around uh, uh, round numbers then it's something that you know could raise a little bit of a flag uh, nothing that we could pinpoint and say, hey, this is for sure like that. That is something that probably in, in, in the other tool, the one for Discord, we, we can be slightly more confident about. But for, for Twitter, we are not as confident, but at least if we see that there is something like really dramatic, a step that re- a step curve, so to speak, that really uh, brings things all of a sudden on a different level and keeps it at that, at that level, then it's something that raises a little bit of a flag for us. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's definitely on point. You know, I've I will I will get a lot of spam from people saying, "Hey, you know, we can show your bags for you, for you." And one of the things I notice with a lot of their stuff is they'll have a ton of likes and retweets, and then very few comments, right? Or if you go and look at the comments, it's like copy paste comments, like, "Oh my God, this is going to the moon, or this is the best project ever." So you know, you know, you do still kind of need that human touch, I think, to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, you know, I'm going to call them out because I just think it was bad behavior. I, I called it out to my community. But someone like Project SOS, Project SOS actually was buying likes on my tweet for them. Right? I mean, that blew my mind. Like, we posted a giveaway for them because we had had them on an AMA. And they were buying likes and retweets um, for, for that post. And I thought, wow, this is, this is not a confident team, hey? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's talk about using these metrics kind of in sync. So, you know, that's your first kind of line of defense or first like, hey, what's going on with that project? Then you've mentioned the Discord metrics. And I particularly like this Discord metrics one because sometimes Discords are locked, right? Mm-hmm. And so being able to get that data without having to actually be in the Discord is a, a very cool tool. Let's talk about that. What does your Discord bot do? So it's actually very simple. It plots a chart that tells you how many members are in the Discord at a given time, but it also gives you historical data. So it's not just like looking at an, at an invite that tells you how many people are in the Discord at that given moment, but it also gives you a little bit of history. And at the same time, it tells you how many people are online. So uh, as much as, as it is uh, not particularly easy to paint the picture 
without having the, the chart in front of us, you would see basically uh, an increasing line most of the time, actually, an increasing line for the total members that keeps on going uh, up at various speeds, depending on how quickly they are developing, how quickly they are building their, their community. And also you'll see another line that tells you, okay, this is how many online people they have during the day. And typically that line is a bit like uh, uh, constantly S-shaped because between night and day there are fluctuations and especially for projects that are more US-centric, more North American-centric, you, you can definitely see that uh, in the hours of the, of the evening, uh, early evening, in the US, people tend to be more online and less during the hours of the night. And, and it keeps on growing together with the total members count, but typically the amount of people that are active uh, is, is a fraction of that, is like uh, 20%, 30%. And you can check interesting things, for instance, the ratio of active people versus the total members. And um, also the... Uh, in this case, it's also very useful to check if there are these crazy steps that sometimes occurs when either so many bots join or so many fake users want to join. Or for instance, they open a raffle. So, so many people try to create uh, multiple accounts just to multiply their entries into a raffle when they're trying to cheat the raffle. And you can see that literally in the matter of three or four hours, they get thousands of people more and that's you see that that is not real growth and so these kind of things both, both to check the, the good and the bad tend to be particularly useful useful traces yeah yeah i've i've mostly been looking these days uh, you know as we've entered the a more of a bear market and i'm and we're kind of returning back to organic growth over these huge hype campaigns i'm looking mostly for two things right now myself um which are um the number of online members to the number of total members, right? When I see a very large difference, again, you know, it depends what time of day you look, but when it's a drastic difference, right? Like there's 700 online and, you know, and, and 10,000 members, I'm concerned. Um, and I tend to be concerned, you know, and I want to check when the active users are, right? Like I want to know who their community is. Is, is this American-based? Is it uh, kind of Asian-based or what? Um, I, I want to ask you something just because I've, I've never kind of got a clear answer on this. How does Discord define online? Um, so basically, if you, uh, if you see the invite, you always get uh, the definition of the total members and the online members. And I think that you're considered online if you are on Discord and, you have, and you're a member of that uh, particular server. So if you have Discord open and you have Discord servers on your left, that's considered as you are online because you're able to, to see if there's a notification coming up. Okay, cool, yeah, because I was never sure if people put themselves away or busy or kind of, you know, do not disturb or offline if it still counts them in the total. So I was, I was wondering about that. So I'm not particularly aware. I haven't found anywhere in the documentation the distinction between, for instance, busy or do not disturb and how that affects. I could come back um, to you about that one specifically because I haven't found that in documentation. But for sure, if you are looking at the Discord and you are online at the moment, effectively, 
then you are you're considered an online member. Cool. Okay. And then your third tool is something that uh, you know by our, our patron saint of blue chips often mentions, John Carlo, which is you know watch what big influencers are following early, because that will kind of get you get you seeing what's important or what's going to be important, right? Uh, you know. So let's talk about this tool, but. Even before talking about this tool, um, I think you know that a lot of people say, "Well, how do I find the next Azuki and stuff?" Well, by the time they're already putting people on the whitelist, you're probably too late because you're going to have to crawl over glass, right? Mm -hmm. And so, if you can get in when it's still kind of just in its inception, um, that's often a you know a, a sure way to get an easy whitelist without too much trouble. Like I have a friend called Bertonson, you know, who made a whole TikTok series about going to people's Instagrams to get whitelist spots because they usually have less engagement and the two or, five, two or three whitelist spots there are far easier to get than the 10 on Twitter. So let's talk about your third tool, which is influencer directed. Sure. Uh, Shib, you want to chip in on this one? And... Yeah, I'll do this one for sure. Yeah, so definitely. This one um, is like what we call the bot itself is OG following. And basically the way we um, this one is built is like this. So we took the like top 50 projects. It was 50 or 60 roughly in that, in that range um, in, in open sea, meaning um, by floor price. So highest floor price first, like board ape and then, you know, the, all the other uh, blue chips, etc. So, and then we looked at on Twitter, who was able to call these projects before they blew up. That was basically, you can do just a Twitter advanced search and see who we're talking about it, mentioning it, et cetera, like that. And who had a confident mention about this project before um, this project really took off. And this was done for the last one year, starting from like around February this year till February of um, 2021. So in this one year, one year, we took the top 40 traders, you could say, on Twitter. Okay. Now that we found a list of people who are able to call blue chips before they blew up, we wanted to see like who, which projects they are checking out next. So the way the tool works is it has these 40 traders um, fed into it. And whenever three or more top traders are checking out a project around the same time, it alerts you. So this way, instead of you getting like, um, you know, there, we've seen tools where they show like, oh, uh, what are people minting? Well, that's too late then, like you mentioned. This is just when they start checking out the project. So when they start following the project, and then the tool will alert you. And then there's a little bit of more filtration built into it, just so you're not getting uh, every project left and right um, mentioned every, uh, you know, all throughout the day. The filtration system is that three or more people at the minimum. This way, it's like, okay, people who already have a proven track record of getting into blue chips early, if they are checking out, multiple of those people are checking out this project particularly um, at a certain time, then it's going to alert you. And usually that means that, you know, that's happening for not for no reason. There's generally a good reason for top traders to check out this project around the same time and multiple of them at that. And then um, that's when it's a good really cue to go in deeper. And um, just to give like a, a, some recent examples um, we had put a video on Block Gems, um YouTube channel on uh, three projects that was mentioned in March, um, pretty early on. So, actually, no, that 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 was mentioned in February. So, for example, um, Anada is one of the projects that's been uh, called by the bot 
uh, like and we mentioned in February 12th on our video and the bot called it even earlier, like a week earlier before that, but we made a video about it in February like 12th. And um, a lot of the people in, you know, in empty space was talking about this project, like, like in mid March um, um, at, at, the, at the peak, like around a week before it was launching and stuff. And in that video, um, if anybody's going to go check it out, you can see that when we mentioned it in February 12th, Anada, the project had 2000 followers. They didn't even have a profile picture on their Twitter or a, or a banner on their project or anything. They were just getting started. So that's when this was called. And then, um, also, uh, the other projects were Cyber Brokers and uh, Three Landers. These were three projects that was mentioned in the channel in February 12th in Blockchain's Block 1, and it was all by this tool. Um, just with this idea, uh, which is relatively simple, but it's very powerful. It's people who already have a prov- proven track record of finding blue chips. If you're able to see what multiple of those people are checking out right now, a lot of the, there's, you have a good chance of getting into the next blue chips early. If I can fantastic, add, fantastic. Go for it, add, Yeah, thank you. The, the idea, again, is, is relatively simple, but it works well because these people might even not be aware of each other following that particular project. And so basically you are, you are um, using, so to speak, a sort of a multiple intelligence at the same time. So uh, they are OGs of the space. They are particularly good traders or particularly well-informed people because maybe they are in the best collections already, they, they have the best alpha, um, they have it for a reason and they use it. And you basically can uh, get m- multiple perspectives of these people. And when they co-opt a project because they follow the project when it's very early, then you see it. Another thing that just I wanted to, to say just for, for rigor, in the video that uh, where these three projects, three lenders, cyber brokers and Anata, were mentioned, it's not like we mentioned 10 projects, we mentioned these projects. So um, it's, it's not like we are just cherry picking the, uh, the, 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 the calls. Uh, it, it, it was uh, just a, a, a way to display uh, the, the, the calls that, uh, that the, 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 the bot does. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, th- this this space is still very, uh, very almost incestuous. I mean, you have a few big influencers and then kind of they have their alpha squads and they're all talking to each other. Um, I know because I'm now in a few of them and, and the same kind of, you'll have one guy hopping saying, look, I just was on a call with, you know, Sneaky Ninja Pants and then I will pass that information onto Kosher Plug and he'll pass it onto Bento Boy. And so that's why you often see that cascade effect because you're right, they may have not actually checked each other who they were following on Twitter, but the news is traveling around. Uh, a very good example of that is Mind Blown, uh, which is now blown up. But I kind of knew about it a couple of weeks ago because one of the influencers was in one of the channels and was speaking to one of these guys. And then I looked at it and then I passed it on. And then we're like, we've got to get them on WGMI. And now there's no more whiteness spots. <laughs> so I definitely know what you're talking about. That's awesome. Um, Okay, um, do you know what else you have planned? Because, you know, I, there are a lot of, you know, these tools are fairly simple, but yet very effective, right? I, I think that that's kind of important that people should know. Uh, you know, it's, 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 I mean, I don't want to downplay that you guys are scraping a lot of important data, but you are scraping that important data. And a lot of people are just not doing this when it really is such important data. Um, 
I know that there are also a number of other kind of bots that could be integrated. What else do you have planned in your horizon? So uh, one of the things that we are looking into recently is uh, sentiment analysis in the uh, replies on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, this is not something that we are 100% ready to, to go ahead and deploy, but it's something that we are studying very closely. And the idea is, um, is that now running a sentiment analysis is fairly run of the mill. It's not, it's not too complex. And you could understand what is the sentiment toward a particular project by analyzing the replies that the tweets of a particular project are getting. And, uh, you know, if there are, the, the sentiment is particularly high and uh, you filter for the projects, the, sorry, the replies that might be all identical, uh, you know, to, to, to filter some malicious activity, then you might get a signal of how people are feeling about something, especially, and this could be especially valuable when things are still early. And, and, and would you have to manually go through all of those posts? What, what would it mean to kind of scrape sentiment? Scrape sentiment, it's, it's a machine that does it. It's an algorithm that does sentiment analysis, um, basically by the kind of words that are used, uh, the, the algorithm picks up the sentiment of, of a reply. If they're using words such as uh, rug pull and uh, words such as uh, bad uh, or, or uh, um, I don't know, fraud, then, then probably you know that that is not the the project that you want to get close to or um, flip you know and and then instead if people use more bullish sentiment like uh, for a long term hold or something like that but this is not something that a human would do it's something that machine machine learning would do and again it's pretty run of the mill it's not to uh, something extremely complex it's something that we are looking into uh, right now as a one. New tools that we might cool. develop. I, I think um, and, uh, I was going to add. Marco's yeah. being pretty conservative on that. It it is a little bit quite a bit more complex than uh, normal tools you'd see in the space. But um, but yeah, yeah. I just wanted to add that as well. Um, um, but yeah, if if this goes well, basically what the way you could um, use in conjunction would be like, okay, we can see that they have good demand hype going up, but also you have a score that shows like overall between um you know an average of their tweets as they're building up what is the overall sentiment is it positive negative with a score to go with it and and that that we think will actually pretty accurately correlate with how the um not just the projects um you know mint and stuff goes but also um i think there will be some strong correlation with the uh, floor price of the project and how it's maintained in the uh, medium to long term Cool, cool. And um, what about scraping things like Nansen.ai um, and actually watching what some of these kind of big traders and investors actually hold and their portfolios and what they've been flipping and trading? Because, you know, I know a lot of influencers who follow projects like John Collar and they don't actually mint them. I'm far more interested sometimes in actually which projects they pull the trigger on. So in other words, I love the idea of seeing what big influencers follow in order to get in early so that I can kind of go and ask them for whitelist spots and stuff. But when it actually comes to pulling the trigger, I'd like to know who's actually been minting, right? So for example, Squishy Squad, I know, uh, likes to follow some of the prominent cyber cogs because they have a track record with, you know, of being kind of on the money. So is that something that you'd possibly integrate? So it's something that we definitely thought about, but as of right now, uh, we don't have 
uh, this particular um, scope on our map and for a specific reason. So uh, one of the problems with building tools that are um, that are taking data directly from the, the, the blockchain is that it's, it becomes very commoditized very quickly. Like everyone can do it. The database is open for everyone. Uh, and uh, if you see that, as of right now, there are tools that are very similar to Nansen that uh, track uh, big traders and, and big name buying or selling a particular collection or minting a particular collection. This is something that, for instance, other tools are doing, such as Mobi. I don't know if IC2OS is going in that direction. Uh, it, it, it is possible, but um, it is not something that we, we want to do because there is no advantage in creating a, uh, a, a proprietary data set that in our case, instead, by only accumulating data uh, relating to uh, pre-launch stuff we would have. And so right now we are mostly focused on pre-launch um, pre phase so that um, nothing is on chain yet. And uh, uh, everything that is on chain stays there forever, literally. And so everyone can use it to do analysis. But until uh, all, any information is, uh, is there, uh, you can sort of create your own proprietary uh, DB or your own uh, knowledge set. And so this is what we are betting on. Okay, awesome. All right, so for those who have joined us uh, kind of a little bit late, let's summarize. Uh, excuse the noise outside. So. I'm joined by the founders of Blockgems. They are building tools that are kind of specifically geared to giving you the data you need to chase down the best up and coming projects, often before they're even known, and to be able to find out when these projects are doing bullshit. Uh, the core way of doing so is, you know, we have their Twitter bot, which pulls the data about engagement, likes, follows, and so on for a Twitter project. So you can see when a project is kind of popping off and what's going on. And, kind of use it as a, as, a, as a reason to go and investigate more. They're also doing this for Discord communities, which I think is super valuable, especially since so many Discord communities are locked and, um, you know, you don't know what's kind of going, uh, uh, going on behind the curtain. Uh, and then lastly, they've put together a number of influencers and uh, kind of important people in the space who have a proven track record of spotting up and coming projects long before others seem to know about them. Uh, and you can kind of scrape that data as well and then use that to, you know, kind of get your whitelist spotted stuff before these projects really go to the moon and there's 40,000 people in there. And now you're having to sacrifice your great, great grandchild in order to secure a whitelist spot. <laughs> right. <laughs> So let's talk about freemium versus premium. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm really thrilled that you were open to the idea. You're the first. We've just kind of, we're going to announce another three partners doing this as well. But, you know, I, I, FatCats is building really, we thought we were building a hedge fund, but it turns out we're really building a premier business lounge and investment club. And why, what that means to me is, you know, like if we're running a hotel, a hotel maybe has a restaurant and beds. They also have to have toilet paper, they have to have shampoo, they have to have ketchup, but they don't need to make that themselves, right? And so we as investors need a lot of data, but why do that ourselves? And what I think makes us so interesting 
when talking to other communities is that we're not kind of threatening, right? We're clearly not doing what you're doing. You're not doing what we're doing. And in fact, I think what's coming into the meta now more and more as professionalism and excellence comes kind of in, into importance is this idea of, hey, you know, we can actually cooperate with other communities. We don't have to try and do everything ourselves. And so I love that, you know, we can integrate some of your tools into our server and those of our members who really are very much kind of going down the DGN trading route, because again, I've said this numerous times, guys, there's nothing wrong with you trading and flipping. You know, you don't have to only be kind of a one, one tune orange. You can also do two things. You can be using fat cats for your long-term investing, and you can be using other tools and servers for your flipping and offer and so on. And so I love that we can use it with a delay because that I believe is the main difference between the freemium and the premium is the delay in time and how kind of many calls we can do at a time, um, as well as, you know, if items are not yet added to the list, uh, you know, we have to wait for your community to add into the list. But any of our members who say, look, this is really valuable even an hour before or just I'm using this tool so much, let me hop on over to that server and really buy a premium pass and get that information before. And so I think that that's great because, you know, you, we're giving you the exposure, you're giving us a great set of tools. And by doing so, you're going to get yourself in the eyes and in front of everyone uh, to know about your tool. So I think that's fantastic. Um, so let's talk about um, when do you expect to mint? What do you expect the supply to be? And what do you expect the price to be? For sure. For sure. So, um, the date for the minting is still to be announced, um, and we we are still getting a lot of our ducks in a row for that. Um, but it's looking like possibly sometime, um, you know, May June in that range. In terms of the supply, it's going to be five 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 five, and the price is still to be announced. So those are some details on the uh, you know actual launch, and you know around when we're going to have it. But um, uh, do you want me to go into some of the um, freemium versus premium like uh, distinctions? Um, no, no. I, I think I think you know I've, I've I've written a page about it in our community so they can kind oh. of see about that. But I I think um, you know I, I I mean again I think the key point is that you know if you if you're using the the charts regularly right then you're going to want the premium tool. Because right. number one, you 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 know there is it's not only set by you. There is a limitation both from Twitter and Discord in how much data can be pulled and how often, right? And so clearly, if you want to do it all the time because you're actively trading, you need to get uh, the tool so that you can do that, right? Whereas you know Fat Cats, who's kind of using your tools on like a daily basis, once a day maybe to pull up enough information when we're making a report to post to our community about, you know, buying into something, that's perfect for us. But, you know, really, if you're a trader actively trading, you're going to want these premium tools. I mean, I think that that really is the core distinction. You know, I use Bloomberg for many years, and, and I feel that that kind of is a pretty good distinction, right? Right, it is. Shibga? That is, exactly, yep. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Um, all right, is there, is there anything else? I mean, look, I think you guys don't yet realize it, but soon you're also going to be offering a whitelist marketplace in Alpha. And when you do, you'll be in touch again and we'll talk about it because I think, you know, 
of, you know, just this whole space is when you attract similar like-minded people, they start to kind of say, well, you know, we're in this discord all the time. Can we have this, this, and this, right? Right. That yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I know we, we now, now, um, since we started talking, I was like, you know, looking around a bit and I'm like, oh, wow. Like since the first, you know, Wipeless Marketplace came out, um, a lot of other communities are doing it like rather quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that that is, you know, I, you, you plan one thing and you adapt slowly because ultimately I think good founders and good teams really care about their people. I think that's a common thread. And, and, and when there is uh, enough of a demand and it's not too difficult to implement, it's just a no-brainer, right? Because I, I think of it like a swapping time for my, for my efforts. So, for example, I can quite easily get a lot of whitelist spots right now what I would love the most is an engaged community. And so if I'm able to get them whitelist spots so that they can stay engaged in the community and not have to go and kind of grind and grind and grind, that's, that's a great win-win to me, right? Or in this case, being able for us, you know, what got me thinking to even get your tools in the first place was like, we're often sitting in our cafe chat discussing projects and having your daughter there, like we did the other day, we're like, let's go look up that project, right? We were just able to pull up that data and then it kind of we could continue our discussion without delay. And I think that that is kind of some of the untapped beauties of um, Discord communities that we're only just discovering now, right? Because Discord communities were used for gaming mostly and porn and now we're using them for NFTs and they're very Discord, different communities. <laughs> so I think that that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Cool. Okay. Is there anything else you think we haven't uh, touched on that, that we should be mentioning? Um, I think that's pretty much sums it up. Um, Marco, do you have anything to add? I think we, we did a pretty good job. We covered, uh, we covered a lot of ground. So from my side, uh, I have nothing more to add. Okay, cool. All right. Let's bring up Parker. Parker always has good questions. Go for it, mate. Parker, can you hear us? Hmm. Is Twitter ragging Parker? Parker? Okay, in the meantime, I'm going to... Uh... All right, let's have a look at what Emra is asking. So basically, if you have a tool, I believe I can pretty much relax in the space. Awesome. Will the premium tool be the one you get by holding your NFT or would it be a monthly fee? Okay, so what is, is it a one-time fee or a monthly fee? So uh, what we're thinking right now is a one-time fee. So basically the, uh, the purchase of the NFT will make you a member of the community and we'll keep on building from there. This is what we're thinking right now. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, look, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are open to evolving because the space is evolving so far. So who knows, right? By the time it gets close to mint in May, it may be a different market. Um, okay, so it seems like Park has been rugged. Um, okay, before I forget, because I often forget, let's give uh, MexPass a whitelist spot, an AI a whitelist spot, and give Velmax and Dubs uh, 50 catnip each. Uh, please open tickets in FatCats. Uh, and then, you know what, guys, let's go and do our AMA in Discord instead of on Twitter.
because Twitter's being funny again with allowing people to speak. Um, cool. Well, thank you both for joining us. And again, thank you for trusting us with your tools. Uh, we're going to, you know, at the very least, I think, if nothing else, we're going to give you lots of feedback back as well. Um, and you know what, you know, I, I, I love what you're doing. And, you know, I like to get favors from other communities too. So I've already kind of connected you guys to deep end research. And I'm going to connect you to others because I think these are, you know, I think on the one hand, there's an automatic response in me to be like, ah, let's like, you know, keep the, keep the diamonds to ourselves. But on the other hand, I desperately want this hype meta to die and die very fast. And so I want new kind of founding teams have been doing these shitty hype marketing campaigns and catching some good people that I know to, to not get away with it anymore, right? And so I want, you know, as, 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 one of the, as one of the guys who manages Whitelist told me, he said, oh, I'm going to love this. He says, because, you know, when this community comes to me and says, we can only give you 10 Whitelists, he's going to say, look, buddy, I've just looked at Blockchain's data and your Discord server ain't doing so well. Let's try 55. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that that is that is going to put them in their in their spot because everything until now has been these beautiful websites with copy paste roadmaps and founders who, who give two AMAs and you know we we really want them to fall in their face. So I thank thank you for doing your part to bring the destruction of the soft drugs and um, you know we'll keep an eye on you and you keep updating us. And closer to the mint, I am sure that you'll find a number of fat cat holders excited to come and buy your tools. And for everyone who's wondering how to get in the Discord, whenever you, just go down to the TT Metrics uh, Discord channel in our server. And uh, basically, whenever you call a, uh, a command, you'll see that it gives you a Discord invite as well. So you can completely stay on top of it with these guys. Thank you so much, Marco and, and um, Smidgar, for joining us. And we'll keep in touch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much.